Hey guys, welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur. Today we have a great guest for you. We're going to be learning about publishing. And if you've ever had the urge or the desire to publish your own book, you don't want to miss this episode. So stay tuned. Coming to you from San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur, a podcast created to help entrepreneurs build their business. Branding, marketing, analytics, positioning, and lead generation, plus interviews with other business owners to learn from their successes and failures. Now, here is your host, Abel Garza. Hey guys, welcome back to The Creative Entrepreneur. And today we have a great guest. We're going to get some insight into the publishing world. So if you've ever had an idea to write a book and the desire to publish your own book and you don't know quite what to do, our next guest is going to coach us and give us an idea of what you can do to have your idea come to fruition. So please help me welcome the one, the only MK Williams. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have you on the show today because I really want to get the perspective of a publisher, author, and coach like yourself, who's been able to build a business and help other aspiring writers. And so why don't you start out by giving me a little bit of information about yourself, of who you are, what you do, and how you help your customers. So I am an author. I live the dream. I get to write my books and I don't have a day job anymore. I left my day job last May to be able to pursue this full time. And while a lot of people might think that being an author full time means that I just sit and think lofty thoughts and write books all day. And that's all I do. Uh, a large part of my business is actually using the knowledge that I've learned over the past five years to help other people publish their books as well. So in addition to writing and publishing my own books, I work with several established brands and a few other authors who are aspiring to become <laughs> a much larger name to be able to help them format their books. Sometimes they just want to throw their computer across the room because it just won't look the way they need it to look on uh, their EPUB format. Or sometimes I help them from soup to nuts. They have an idea for a book. They have a lot of different lines of business going and they just need somebody to tell them who to hire, what to do, when to pull each lever to make it happen. So I offer a range of services to aspiring authors to be able to help them get their book across the finish line, hold it up and say, I'm an author. <laughs> so that brings, me, that brings me to the main question. What are the three mm -hmm. things that I need to write a book? So to write a book, first you need an idea. You need time to write it and then you need to write it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so those are the biggest things. And when I talk with people, you know, just during the course of a day and they say, Oh, what do you do? And I say, I'm an author. So many people respond and say, wow, I, I want to write a book too. And I find that nine out of 10 of them haven't even started. So the biggest thing that you need to become an author is just to write the book. That's the biggest hurdle for people to overcome. And sometimes it, it has nothing to do with skill. It has nothing to do with idea. It has to do with time management and that constant nagging voice in your own head of, Oh, that's not good enough. No one wants to read that. Just finish it. And then an editor will tell you if it's good or not, <laughs> you know, uh, just get it out, get over that own, your own, uh, hurdles that you're putting in your own way. I totally get that because I've been on the verge of writing a book myself. And the biggest hurdle for me is just to sit down and start writing. I just need to take an hour a day and just say the heck with it. I need to just write and write and write and do the research and get the ideas flowing because otherwise I'm just going to stay with any, no words on, on the paper, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
what got you started in, 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 uh, helping other authors? So I was putting out my own books for several years, you know, excited to be able to do that, but still learning and growing a lot. And I attended, um, an event for financial independence nerds. So in addition to being a book nerd, I'm really into personal finance and optimizing my finances on that side. And I was at an event and a friend of mine was talking about how he has a podcast. It was doing really well. You know, how can they add publishing on as an arm to their podcast? They have a lot of great ideas. They want to put a book out to help more people. And immediately I just start rattling off, you know, well, of course, here's the first 10 things you would do. Um, and his eyes just got wide as like, uh, that's way too much. And so I realized what had become a secondhand language to me, this information that I just kind of knew after learning it the hard way over several years, uh, he obviously didn't know because he hadn't done this before. And a couple of weeks later, he called me up and said, okay, if you will help this person who's helping us to take all of our podcast episodes to turn into a book, you know, we'll give you a royalty split. Can you please come on and help us do this? Because we don't know what to do next. We don't know what to do now. Um, so that was when I realized oh yeah, I can do that. And then I was like, oh, this is a business. This isn't just me helping out a friend for a cut. This is when it's actually a business to help other people. And just from that, several other people reached out to me within short order. So it was kind of like the universe pushing me to say like, leave your day job, leave the safety. This is a real thing. You can do this. Um, so it just happened to be good word of mouth referrals, people asking me questions, giving them good advice. And then them saying, you know what, I, I need your help beyond just you know, a few conversations, I will pay you for your time, please help me. And that's how I ended up with a business on my hands. Well, that did that change the trajectory of, of what you thought was going to happen? Is that what changed the 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 way you, you approach this? It did. It certainly did. And at first I was very excited to think, oh, wow, I get to help somebody else. And then the reality hit me of it's one thing if I make a mistake in my own book, which of course I hate to do, right? Like, you know, it's in print. I want it to be perfect, but it's my name on it. And so if I make a mistake, I'm like, oh, all right, lesson learned. Don't do this again. Don't do that again. But then when I realized this is somebody else's dream, this is somebody else's hard work. It definitely added that next level of, okay, I need to learn that much more. I need to do that much better. So it changed my plans for what I thought I would be doing. Um, I thought I would just continue to write books on the side of my day job, make a little passive income. And then I realized, okay, well, if this becomes my day job, then I'll have more time to write more books. And therefore I'm actually going to be able to make more as an author with my own books. So it led to this great domino effect of positive things happening. So it definitely changed my trajectory. It changed the way that I, uh, set about learning more and doing more. As an entrepreneur, we always have more things that we could be doing or learning, and it definitely allowed me to really dial in what was important, uh, what was part of the 80-20 that could stay and what could go, mm -hmm. uh, and it helped me to uh, realize I had a lot more to learn, and I, I got to work right away. So is what you're doing, does that coincide with publishing or publishers? So I act as the independent publisher. So several of the people that I work with, they are self-publishing their book, right? Like they are the one who is writing it and hitting publish on Kindle, on Ingram Spark and the, and the like. I am just helping them to understand, okay, well, no, you need it in this format. And no, this is the designer you want to do the interior because they can actually do the artwork that you want, whereas this person isn't going to be able to do that. Um, I'm telling them the schedule of time that they need to get things done on. So I am helping them to self-publish or independently publish if they would like to do more than one book. So how are you generating income from this? So usually with those, um, I'm, being, I'm paid a fee up front. 
and then like a down payment and then a final payment for my services, um, just to be able to get them across the finish line for what they need to do for my own books. I make a royalty, um, just as in most people understand with any creative element, it would just be a straight royalty. But for my clients, there's just a fee involved so is this, depending on the level of service. Is it, is it like a percentage of what they make or is it just, a um, an hourly rate? Is that how that works? Yep. So I have a coaching hourly rate. I found that most people will either go with my formatting services, which is just one flat fee based on the number of works that I need to format, or they will go with my custom services. Um, so what I usually do is I will have a consultation with them. I'll understand how much time and effort is going to be involved. I'll estimate how many hours I think that will take me. And then I'll multiply my hourly rate by those number of hours and tell them, okay, this would be the rate for the entire project. That is amazing. I mean, because there's such a huge demand for understanding how to publish a book, you know, and there's so many people that have ideas and they want to put it out there to the world. And just to be able to have somebody like yourself provide that kind of coaching is essential. I mean, to me, this is a huge pain in the market and I can't wait to hear your podcast because I know you're going to come up with one. And so, (laughs) (laughs) you know, can you imagine you on a podcast? I mean, you would just, you would explode just FYI. Well, I I do have a YouTube channel, so I do put videos on YouTube to answer questions, but they're like four or five minute videos Mm -hmm. of just how do I need to buy an ISBN? Yes or no? The answer is yes. That's how you do it. <laughs> so, um, so what is for, been, the, for that? Thing, what has yeah. been the most challenging part of this? Uh, the most challenging part has been trying to navigate when I have uh, work that takes a high level of focus and attention and making sure that all the schedules of my clients work out. So that way they don't all have a project where I need to put a high level of attention all at the same time. Last month I had that. I had three books where I had to do the very close line final read through after the editors came in. Like I always give a final pass through to make sure, did they catch everything we asked to be changed? Okay. We referenced this page number here. Is that the same page number? I had three books that all needed that at the same time. And usually I can do like 30 minute, like extremely focused, okay, get it from the computer, walk around 10 minutes, come back. And I couldn't do that because I had three books that needed it all within the same week. So I would, the hardest part is flighting it out to know that they're all going to land at different times, but it's a lot of fun. It was a, a stressful week there, but then it's been great ever since. Cause now their books are going on presale and they're very excited and they're getting to hold their books up and that's all, that's all worth it. That's awesome. Well, we definitely need to talk because yeah. I mean, this is super inspiring. Where do you see your business right now? Do you see it ascending? Yes, I do see it on the upswing right now. I'm definitely having more time to be able to put out my own books. So I typically write, I start out writing science fiction um, and thriller and suspense. And I'm actually about to release my own series of how-to books for self-publishing. So I realized, okay, like I'm putting out information on YouTube. Um, what the problem that I was solving for there is that I kept having people ask me the same questions over and over like, Oh, you have a book out. How, how do I do that? And I was like, okay, that's taking up a lot of my time. Cause that during that time I was still working, uh, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, plus trying to do my own books. And I thought, well, let me write a pre popped email with these common questions and common answers and I'll just send it out. But then it didn't feel very nice and connecting. And I thought, okay, well maybe if I record the answer, it's still the same answer, but people feel like they're getting a good connection with me. So I started the YouTube channel and then clients came on. And so now I'm trying to put 
all of the information that I've put out there into a book, into a cohesive narrative of here's where you start, here's where you end. Like for first timers, here's what you need to know. Ignore all the other noise that's out there of these advanced strategies and you got to worry about this or that. No, no. That's your first time. Here's what you need to know in these how-to books. So I'm putting those out. So I would say my business is definitely on the upswing because I'm able to add more um, lines to my business as far as I have my fiction side, my nonfiction side, working with my clients. So it's re- it's really exciting. Uh, I feel like I have a five-year plan that maybe I'll accomplish it in one. Maybe it'll take all five. We'll see. <laughs> so where do you see it now? Um, I would say it's still uh, at the early stages because I have a much larger vision for where I want my own books to be. Um, And I have a wall of 12 sticky notes planned out multiple series. Um, I have a lot of other books in the pipeline. So still at the very early stages, but it's very exciting uh, to see where it can go. So what, what in the trajectory of your career or of you doing this, what changed? Um, So I started to treat my business like a business which it sounds a little silly to think that I wasn't doing that at first, but the first couple of years that I was writing and publishing books, you know, I didn't have a readership. So I wasn't selling this crazy number that you hear about. You know, I was working really hard to get my books in front of people, get them into the libraries, remind people, Hey, I have a book out. You should read it. Oh, you like sci-fi. I have a book. You should read it. And so I was really treating it like a hobby. I wasn't giving it my full attention. And I think in some ways that was me insulating myself against that fear of failure of, well, if I'm not fully trying, then it's okay that I'm not a bestseller. It's okay that I'm not doing all of this. And once I decided, okay, I have a business on my hands and I have to treat it like a business or else I am always just going to kick myself for not really giving this a hundred percent and not really trying. So I started to look at my weeks and what I had planned instead of, well, this is what I want to do. I just want to write this. And this is my, my fun activity as, okay, from a business point of view, this is what needs to get done this week to make sure that all the deadlines for next week are hit. Um, so really taking the time to be uh, intentional and thoughtful um, and looking at, well, what's actually going to move the needle financially, not just, well, I would like to be able to do this next, or I really want to try this out. It's okay. Well, being able to build this line of business is going to be able to fund all these other fun things I want to try and be creative with. So that really helped to accelerate to where I am now. That's amazing. That's great advice. I've just what, what what motivates you right now? What's keeping you motivated? I think I've always just been like a natural self-starter. I say that I'm a recovering type A <laughs> um, where I'm just a go-getter. You know, if I say that I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it my all. I think part of it is too, like I have these stories inside of me. I have these books inside of me that I haven't written. And I feel this constant pressure against the clock, I guess, against my own mortality of I need to get these out. I need to get these done. Um, so I'm feeling that. And I think I also feel the excitement from my clients where they have these dreams and they have these plans around their book. And I'm just so excited for them and to get that joy from them that that keeps me motivated as well to say, okay, help this person out. Who else can I help? Who else needs to know this information? So right now that's, what's motivating me. I'm sure eventually I will, you know, burn out, need some more coffee. Well, well you know, I <laughs> feel, I feel the passion behind it. And I, I, I mean, I'm almost consumed by you mm-hmm. with, with your, your passion for, just helping other people and building your business and, and, and just growing. So I, I love it. I'm just immersed in your, in your passion. <laughs> what are some of the habits right now that you're doing on a daily basis that you feel contribute to your success? So I would say the habits that I do on a daily basis are, so when I finish my work day, when I say I'm done for the day, I'm looking ahead to tomorrow to figure out, okay, what are my meetings? What are the things I need to get done in between those meetings? 
Um, what, what's the big priority that I need to move forward? So that's a daily habit on a weekly basis. I'm sitting down and doing a business review with my husband. So he does not work in my business. He has a full-time job, but he has been a great partner, um, in this with me. And we go through what were the things that I said I was going to do this week? What got done? What didn't, what did I miss? Um, and then what needs to happen for next week? I think we have a great relationship. So it's a great habit that we've gotten into where he will call me out on, you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it. What, what happened? Well, I didn't do that because I got this huge opportunity. Okay, that's fine. Um, or well, I didn't do it because I just didn't want to. I keep putting it off. So that's the second habit that's been really great, that weekly review. Um, and the third is just I get up and I get right to work. I understand my own creativity and flow cycles and flow states. And that's taken a while to really understand. But I know between 7.30 and 9 a.m., I can just go. I am just in a flow state. Um, about 9.30, 10, okay, I need to maybe take a little walk, get a second cup of coffee. And then the rest of the day, I can do more tactical things. But that 7.30 to 9 a.m., that is sacred to me. Nobody else gets to touch it. That is my <laughs> most productive time. Man, that is uh, awesome. Awesome. What would you say some of the bad habits that, that, that affect your success? Um, I would say some of the bad habits are that I, I'm always worried that somebody will think I'm being too salesy or too pushy. So when there are opportunities, you know, just having a friend on Facebook who says, Oh, I'm bored. I need a book to read. I'm recommending all these other books that I've read and I'm not saying, Hey, I've got some books you could read. Um, so that's a bad habit where I tend to think, no, no, don't be too pushy. Don't be too salesy. Um, so I know I need to create a more positive habit to say, no, read my book instead. Mm -hmm. um, always put that out there. And I do think I have a tendency to get somewhat distracted by the vanity metrics. I think we all do of, we want to say we have this many sales or this many figures or this many followers. And those are easy to just, you get those quick dopamine hits when you hit them, but they're not actually adding to my business. So I keep having to remind myself of that's not my goal. That's nice. Maybe it gets me towards my goal, but that's not the goal. Um, or I see, you know, friends who get these great CNBC features for personal finance. And I'm like, that's great. I want that. No, I don't. I don't want to be known for that. I want to be known for my books. Um, <laughs> so constantly having to remind myself to not play that comparison game. Well, I have to say that I am definitely a follower and I have my hand up right now. Was there anything that was holding you back to get started? So at first I was very focused on getting, you know, the, the traditional publishing deal, writing the book, getting the agent, getting the deal, you know, jumping through all the hoops. And I really continued to follow that logic of, I need this external validation. I need this validation. Um, and it was actually a local author event that they held at one of the local libraries here. I went to, I was so excited. I'm going to meet another author. You know, she's from this area. She's traditionally published. Like, I can't wait to meet her and maybe we can connect and just become friends, like learn from her, of course, but, you know, just have that connection. And I went up to her after the event and she just looked at me like, what could you possibly have to say? Cause you're so young. And I was just crushed. And I think that was a big inflection point for me to realize that if I'm always going to be chasing somebody else's validation, be it another individual or the traditional publishing industry, I'm never going to get anywhere because I have to give myself that permission. So that waiting for that validation was what was holding me back. And having that moment of just being so like, what? Like, 
excuse you, um, mm-hmm. definitely encouraged me to give myself the permission to write my book and to put it out there. And I am so glad that I did because it's been an amazing journey ever since. That's amazing. I mean, to the point where just one brief moment in your life completely changes the trajectory of how you think or what you're doing. And then all of a sudden you're just like, you know what? I don't need validation. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. What are you using right now to like, as far as resources? Like, are you using a particular type of software, utilizing your network? Are you doing events? Uh, What would you say is contributing to that? So right now I'm really focused on making sure my books are getting done. Um, I rely pretty heavily on Asana as the project management tool that I use for my own books as well as for my clients. It's super helpful. I use the free version. It pings me when things need to get done. And when I get those cool, that'd be fun to look into ideas. I can just set it out for a month from now when I'm a little bit more free time, I can research it. Um, I primarily use, you know, Microsoft word to write the books. It's tried and true. It gets it done. It's a word processor. Um, and then for putting up my YouTube videos, I use Filmora, uh, to be able to produce and edit those. So anybody who wants to learn more about self-publishing and doesn't mind my horrible, videographer skills, check out my YouTube channel. (laughs) So we're definitely going to recommend your books, but I'd like to know some books that you would recommend. Hmm. Um, Just for leisure reading or for business or anybody who's inspired you. Um, well, I would say as far as books for entrepreneurs, the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss is a staple. You, if you're not reading that one, um, that's gotta be in your library as an entrepreneur, just to learn about those efficiencies and just thinking differently. Um, in terms of people who've inspired me, uh, as far as self-publishing goes, there's Joanna Penn. Uh, she has an amazing podcast out the creative pen. She also writes books on how to write and publish. Um, so she has a great series there. Um, and just for fun, inspiring books, I mean, Stephen King on writing, you know, that's, He's, that's got to be the go-to that every aspiring writer or writer needs to read at some point. Stephen he King. just breaks it down really simply. Yeah, I remember reading The Stand, and that was like a big mm-hmm. challenge when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. usually what I like to do is end the podcast with three words of wisdom or three rules that you live by. Be kind first. Be kind. It's just the way to live life. Uh, two, is this what I need to be doing? That's always a question that I'm asking myself. Is this what I need to be doing right now? So that's that's a, another rule that I ask myself. Um, and then third is, oh, there's so many good ones. Um, I would say that, you know, the second that you start to believe your own hype, you fail. You know, the second you think that you've learned it all or done it all, you haven't. Um, so that reminder to just be humble, be learning. Um, that's that's a, the third one I would go with. So kind introspective and, and humble. And, uh, I guess not thinking that, you know, everything (laughs) keep learning. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right. Well, how can people get a hold of you? Well, I am everywhere on the internet. My website, Facebook, Instagram is at one, the number one MK Williams. So the website is one MK Williams.com Instagram and Twitter at one MK Williams. I am on YouTube under the writer's minute with MK Williams. Uh, and my books that are going to be coming out are all written under MK Williams. So you can find me anywhere. Great books are sold. Awesome. Awesome. There you go, guys. MK Williams. What a true inspiration and a motivational speaker. 
I can't wait to hear her podcast. I know she's going to come out with it. And I mm-hmm. can't wait to hear your YouTube channel. You're an inspiration to me. You're an inspiration to our listeners. And I'm so glad and happy to have had you on the show today. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This was really fun. All right, guys, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe and check out our website, thecreativeentrepreneur.net. Until next week, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to The Creative Entrepreneur. Please click the show notes for additional information. Want to know more? Click on the subscribe button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by visiting us at tcepodcast.net. 